Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Second hour of the program. Trent and I here until 2. Jimmy B and TC, you drive home today from 4 until 6. Uh, we'll get the guest list before we get out of here at 2 o'clock. Coming up uh, in about till 15 minutes, 20 minutes or thereabouts, we will talk to Dave Raymond, a um, longtime Major League Baseball announcer. Uh, most recently spent the last couple of years as the television voice of the Texas Rangers, did Houston Astros radio uh, for almost a decade, I want to say. And he was here. He began his career uh, at Principal Park, although I think it was Sec Taylor when Dave was here, doing Iowa Cubs games before he went on to the major league. So we'll pick his brain. Uh, Hall of Fame class gets announced today. I think it's going to be a pretty darn good class. Will the steroid guys close the gap from where they ended last year uh, towards that magical 75% of all the votes, which is needed to uh, gain inclusion or entrance into Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame. Trevor Hoffman was the closest last year. Not a steroid guy, but he was 74%. Clements had 54, Schilling 45, Barry Bonds had 53. Those are the big three. Uh, am I missing anybody, Trent, as far as the steroid? Because Schilling wasn't a steroid guy, was he? No, I don't think so. Was he? Did, he wasn't in the Mitchell Report, was he? I can't even remember. I mean, the the Mitchell Report, the only names I remember are A-Rod and Poppy. Yeah. But, I mean, those are really the mm-hmm. the ones that even still stick with me today. Yeah. Outside and of Big that, Poppy's getting in. Yeah. He's, he's getting in because he's never he's proven. I don't know. Fun you, guy. you watched him in. You watched him in Minnesota. He's a yeah. nice player, but eighteen home runs a year. Right, eighteen right. maybe twenty. Yeah, twenty-two. He, yeah, he gets he's over fine. to Boston. You see, you see the impact he had on that franchise. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. uh, is it time to look past this? Is it time to? I don't want to say. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe forgive is the right word to forgive the Roger Clements, the Barry Bonds. Those guys that cheated the game. Because, Trent, here's the thing. It just wasn't them. It was a a huge percentage of Major League Baseball. And I think, no, I don't think, I'm I'm convinced that the reason why we hold baseball to a different standard, say the NFL, is because baseball holds their individual records, um, puts them on a pedestal more so than any other sport. I mean, it's the home run. It's the... You know, 500 home runs, the home run uh, career total. It's the 300 wins in pitching and on and 3, on 3,000 hits. 3,000 hits. These benchmarks. The Good word. Thank you. Benchmarks, uh, as, as, as they are held up in Major League Baseball more so than individually in any other sport. But is it time to forgive? Is it time to, you know what, Roger Clements, 
whether you did or whether you didn't, you would have been better than anybody else in the game. Are you saying with you, Barry Bonds, you would have been better than anybody else in the game, but because you saw what Sammy Sosa was doing or some of the other guys were doing and you felt that you know that you wanted to at least be on their playing field, you decided to cheat the game. I'm starting to come around and soften my stance, Trent. I was staunchly initially against it. Yeah, Me they, too. They, they tainted the record book. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be in. But at this point... I'm just imagining, I've never been to Cooperstown before, but when I go, and it's a win, it's a bucket list, I, I will make it at some point, and mm-hmm. maybe I have a LL Long, or if I have a son, and talking about it, and if they're a baseball fan, well, why isn't Barry Bonds here? He's the right. home run, and you have to explain it to him. And yeah. I, I think it's getting to that point. And, and I'm fine for it maybe lasting a little bit longer. But we're, we're getting close to that point. These guys are in year six of yes. the 10 years that you get to remain on the balance, assuming you get a certain percentage of votes, and they all will. I think Bonds and Clemens, uh, their arrow is pointing up, I think. that's how. Now, I don't think Sosa's ever going to get in. I really don't. I don't right, think Sammy right. Sosa's ever going to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, and Palmero, he wants to play again this year. Right. So the, so he, the guys he that wants were, to start his clock over again. Right. That's why. The guys that were brought before the whatever committee it was in, in Washington, which I thought was, you know, I mean, come on, mm-hmm. um, a political opportunity, if, if nothing else. I mean, I don't know why baseball, why, why and it's not like it's not my place because I can't vote and I'm not one of you. So I'm just going to leave. That. I, I, I thought it was ridiculous. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but I think that th- those were the McGuire was there. And of course, Palmero shaking his finger. But it's it just seems to me that, you know what? Everybody knows what was going on at that era in baseball. Baseball may have needed that after the strike mm-hmm. because it really wasn't back uh, until the Chicks Dig the Lawn Ball uh, ad campaign that was out there to McGuire and Sosa going head-in-head essentially in their race for um, what would end up being 70 for McGuire's sake, but Sosa hitting you know, doing, trying to match him home run for home run. It brought fans to TV. I mean, for crying out loud, ESPN, who was ESPN at the time, they were in the height of their powers, mm-hmm. were breaking into whatever coverage they had to show us at bats. Yeah. Remember that in yes, September? Yes. And we were grateful for that because I don't think, maybe I'm wrong, I don't think that Major League, the Major League package was available at that point, was it? In the late 90s? I don't even know. Because I, mean, I, be I don't think it was. I mean, DirecTV and Dish Network didn't really gain a foothold until the late nineties, right? Yeah. So I don't think major the, the major league baseball. So we needed that, is my point, because mm-hmm. we didn't have the ability to just you know pay your price and mm-hmm. turn on and watch every single game when they were cutting into that. That was that's a big deal. Absolutely huge deal. It was the, the summer after my senior year of high school, and I remember, yeah, we'd be playing baseball, and then. Mm-hmm. What happened? What happened tonight? And we flip on the radio because, well, we didn't have smartphones, so right. flip on the radio. We had, you know, what we had because I thought I was the cat's meow. We were probably what year was that? Nineteen ninety-eight, right? Yes. So we were in year three of broadcasting sports. I'm doing daily touch a long time ago in Des Moines, <laughs> um, but we got ESPN came out. I think it was ESPN came out with pagers. I remember those things. Sports yeah. pagers, and you couldn't leave home without your sports pager, you right? Because sure? that's how you were. Uh, alerted, I guess, to what's going on in the world of sports. So would it, would it give you the score? Would it also give you a yes, little? Yes, a little bit of a, uh, it would give you the score and it would give you, you know, Sosa HR 51 or something right, like yeah. that. But I thought, oh my That's God. That's a big deal. It, it was a big yeah. deal. 
I made sure everybody knew I had one of these sports had, pagers. Had that on the belt loop? Hell yes, Walking I around, check, look at me. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's awesome. It, it was a different type. The guy that I have a problem with isn't Bonds. Bonds was a Hall of Famer yes, before, before, so. before mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. I was looking again at Roger Clemens' numbers. Mm-hmm. He was tailing off at the end of his career in Boston. Before he got to Toronto. Before he got to Toronto. Yeah. And then he went, did he win back-to-back Cy Youngs in Toronto? I believe he did. Um, the numbers mm-hmm. changed immensely. Oh, they're sick. And then he went on a decade run that we've... We're not even in New York yet, Trent. We have not seen anything like this yeah. before. A pitcher yeah. in the modern age putting together a starting pitcher, that kind of run that he did. That's why I have a bigger problem. Because if he was like a lot of pitchers and it looked like, well, velocity's down, not the same pitcher, he would have petered out and... Maybe would have been a Hall of Famer, but it's a maybe. Right. But, but when he, he looks when he looks at the lineup and he sees the guys he's going to face today and he looks, well, that guy's using that guy. No, that guy's probably clean. That guy's using. That guy's using. Mm-hmm. That guy's using. Well, I may as well use. I mean, look, look what this guy, well, Brady Anderson, perfect example, yes, right? Yes, 80 yeah. to 50 or 18 to 50, whatever it was. If they're using, why shouldn't I use? I mean, here's, here's uh, just because this is sick. Here's Roger Clements. Six 20-win seasons, 15 seasons of 200-plus, seven Cy Youngs, most valuable player, 1986, 11-time All-Star, won AL pitching triple crown in 97-98, leading the league in wins, ERA, and strikeouts, led the league in strikeouts six times, 87, 88, 90, 91, 92, and 97. 24 post-seasons, two World Series champions. Of course, both of those coming with the Yankees. That gap, though, that gap of the strikeout leader from 91 until 97 when he got to Toronto. Mm -hmm. No, it was early in Toronto, was it? Yeah, it was. When did he get to New York? It was after that. Yes, yes. 97, 98, he was in Toronto and then New York after those two years. That's what I have a problem with, though. Yes, he's going up against those guys, but just him individually. Bonds was a Hall of Famer without it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Clemens was. That's what I. That's what I struggle with mm-hmm. for a guy like him. The longevity without PEDs. Does he have that longevity? Does he have what was it? One, two, three, four, five. Six, well, he doesn't win the World Series in all se- likelihood. Seven All Star games after he leaves Boston. Mm-hmm. Does he have another All Star game if it's all natural? Well, he he got to Toronto with a chip on his shoulder because the Red Sox let him go. So maybe there, but I, he doesn't win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he will. I don't think he's had that. I don't know. Right. We don't know. We don't that's know. Just it. We don't know. So that's why I struggle more. Bonds, he's a Hall of Famer. McGuire? No. He had, he had a nice run. What did he hit as a rookie? Didn't he hit 48 as a rookie? Yes. With Oakland? 49, I think it was. Was it 49? Yeah. And then had a big drop. There was that mm-hmm. one season where he probably would have batted under 200. Mm-hmm. And uh, Larusa sat him the last game of the year, so he wouldn't fall under. I think if he went 0 for 3 or 0 for 4 that day, he was going to go under 200. And just, you're sitting out today. But then, how did he come back? PDs. And, and that's, those are the guys that I keep coming back to. The guys that without it, I believe would have been Hall of Famers. Barry Bonds, probably the easiest example. Mm-hmm. Put him in. The rest of them, I can hear arguments on both sides. What about the amphetamine era that was rampant in baseball? I'll, I'll never forget it. The pot of coffee in the middle of July in, in baseball clubhouses. Yeah. With the, with the greenies. Greenies right? in it, yeah. 
me, what are you gonna, it's 110 degrees, you guys are looking for a hot cup of coffee? I never put <laughs> two and two together, right? Um, so, I mean, you can go back and you can find asterisk worthy if mm-hmm. you want to go down that path. I think in every era, and clearly the steroid era is something where we know is legitimate. Um, and it I wasn't just, just hitters. It no, was it pitchers. wasn't. It was hitters and pitchers. Right. I'm starting to get past that. I'm starting yeah. to soften my I don't think I will ever soften my stance on Pete Rose. I just don't think I don't I'm, even know. Well, we'll probably get into this again this summer. Yeah. But I don't even know what side of the uh, debate you're on. Because you we always we, we make fun of it for the three years now that yeah. we've been talking with each other. We just right. make fun of it. Uh, we can bring that up. But Yeah, I, I think I'm on the no. I mean, that's, you know, that's he was the only one that we know of that was betting against his team. Right. There was a lot of guys who were putting needles in their backsides. Mm-hmm. Different. It is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, every single clubhouse has the, the no gambling. We know what's going to happen. Is he'll get in after he dies. Yeah, mm-hmm. posthumously he'll be mm-hmm. he'll be put in. I mm-hmm. mean, it's <laughs> we all see that coming. Yeah, I do. I agree. And probably be a year or two later, and all of a sudden, man, they'll put him in, and Pete Rose Jr. will be there, and he'll give a speech, and that'll be that. Well, the stats, I mean, they're they're yes. they're unbelievable. The hit king. Yeah, he was. The, he absolutely is the hit king. Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll talk to Dave Raymond. Uh, go do a little bit of baseball. Pick his brain on why he thinks the activity this uh, off season has been as slow as it possibly. Mm. I mean, it's never been this crazy. Here's Boris's clients. We were talking about Cappy earlier about some of Scott Boris's clients, right? Let me find this. I want to get because he's got the creme de la creme of free agents: uh, Eric Hosmer, J.D. Martinez. Mike Moustakis, Greg Holland, Jake Arrieta. Those are the marquee clients that he has. He also has Carlos Gonzalez, Carlos Gomez, and a local kid. I mean, Tony Watson's still out there, and he's a Boris client. I didn't realize Watson was with him. And he hasn't signed anywhere. I mean, he was really good in Pittsburgh. We know he got traded to the Dodgers for the uh, pennant drive last year. Got some big outs. Got some big outs. Who doesn't need a lefty out of your bullpen as good as Tony Watson is? And he's a Boris guy, and he's sitting on this friend. Pitchers and catchers report in two weeks. Holy cow! Think about that. Yeah, I, I, I guess well, I three, two and a half to three weeks. It's we're yeah. within a month, clearly. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's like three weeks. Three weeks. It's three weeks. Three and these weeks guys, of... where's Jake Arrieta going to go? Nobody knows. And what's it going to be like at home for these guys when, you know, the families are used to them going off to spring training in February, and knowing where they're going to have to maybe uh, finish the year with their kids in school or mm-hmm. start school and where they where's where are the families going to find a place to live for the se- for the regular season and for the the Jake Arrietas and you Darvishes of the world and JD Martinez they still know they're going to get paid now maybe it's not going to be the 6 7 year contract they want but you're going to make good jack but that bottom tier free agent that just doesn't know and is waiting and and even the middle tier guys you know the Lance Lins, the, the mm-hmm. Alex Cobb, you know, guys like that that are younger in their career, aren't as established, don't have the money. And am I going to have to take a one-year flyer with somebody? Am I, am I going to have to There's take over a 100 of these guys you're yeah, talking about, that, Trent. That's, that's the guys that I really worry about because the top-end guys, they're still going to get paid. They're well, not what they thought, though. Right, right. Not what but they thought. You can get by on $100 million, though, over four well, yeah, years. Yeah, I think you'd, right. you'd find I a could, way I to could make, make it work, work right? Yeah, yeah. But, but that next tier of guy where you have – family concerns, where are we going to live, what do we have going on, and though they're still going to get paid very well, mm-hmm. it's just a different level. Th- those are the guys that 
I, I got to feel it bouncing off the walls. What is going on here? Yeah. Have to be. We'll take a time out. More baseball coming up. We will talk Drake Loyola. They've battled for first place at the Knapp Center tonight. Nice day. Hawks clones off. Looking for something to do. Seats still available. This uh, Drake team, they deserve a, a d- decent crowd, a good crowd tonight. They certainly did this past Saturday. But there's some stakes tonight at the Knapp Center. First place. Loyola wins their first place. Drake wins. They will um, put their heads on their pillow tonight knowing that they lead the Missouri Valley Conference. Good for them. We'll take a time out. Andrew Lowe coming up to talk about that. Dave Raymond, uh, television voice, Texas Rangers. He's next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One. Only on 1700 KBGG. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Coleman Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction, where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m., where your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is now filling Des Moines area positions. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is hiring full-time merchandisers to provide high-quality merchandising support for Dr. Pepper Snapple Group brands to retail stores within an assigned territory. Apply online at dpsg.com careers. That's dpsg.com careers. Or click the link on their website. Join the Dr. Pepper team and receive a $500 sign-on bonus. Wouldn't you like to be a Pepper too? Dr. Pepper Snapple Group, an equal opportunity employer. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. Family reunions, sports leagues, corporate events, even that annual get-together with your old friends. Great times come and go, but you can keep the memories with you. 905 Inc. Custom Screen Printing Shop can make custom-designed, screen-printed T-shirts, hoodies, and more. They bring people together and keep the memories alive for years to come. For great service, affordable prices, custom design, and quick turnaround, look to 905 Inc. Custom Screen Printing. 515-432-3480 or visit 905inc.com. That's 905inc.com. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new ReStore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to ReStore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest ReStore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. Know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor, myself until 2. Andrew Lowe coming up. We'll preview uh, tonight's tilt at the Knapp Center. Loyola and Drake. First place is on the line in the Missouri Valley Conference. As we uh, said throughout the show, talk some baseball as we did the last segment, Hall of Fame announcement coming up here later on this afternoon. Dave Raymond, the television voice of the Texas Rangers, Fox Sports Southwest, he joins us to talk a little baseball uh, as we appreciate it. Uh, Dave, uh, Ken Miller and Trent Condon, how are you? I'm good, Kenny. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Uh, good to talk to you. I look forward to it. I love this time of year. Uh, we're not too far away. Um, let me before we get into the Hall of Fame, Dave. It's a it's a different off season. Over a hundred free agents still yet to sign. You're around players. I know that you guys are doing the Ranger Caravan. Um, I've seen some of the stuff that you put out on Twitter. I have to assume that uh, even though these guys have in some cases made a you know, a piles and piles of money, just not knowing where they're going to be has to be, um, um, you know, somewhat stressful, even for guys, like I say, major league baseball players. It's a different off season, Dave. Oh, it is. Um, it is a dramatically different off season. How about, 
I don't know if you saw this little nugget. Uh, I think it was yesterday, maybe. Carlos Gomez, who last year took a one-year deal with the Rangers, uh, I, and I think in part because he probably wasn't getting all the interest he was hoping in the offseason, but he took a one-year deal. He liked the team. He liked the makeup. Felt like maybe something good could happen with the club. And uh, so settled for $11 million for one year. You and I can chuckle about that. But, but it's true. He, was, he, was, he had the ability to go out there and make bigger money, longer-term deal, and, and decided not to. Well, now he goes into this offseason where, as you point out, no one is getting any kind of deal, certainly of any length. And I read that yesterday he took a helicopter, flew across the Dominican, to drop in on Rangers ownership and general manager John Daniels hmm. to basically plead with them, bring me back for another year. So here's a guy who, you know, 12 months ago probably could have signed a multi-year deal with a number of teams, but decided not to. And now is stuck in this bizarre offseason where he's flying a helicopter across, you know, across his own country just to try to convince a team he's very familiar with to bring him back for one more year. It's, I would think it'd be very spooky right now to be out there and, you know, hoping for your big payday and wondering now, you know, not only are you going to have to compromise a little bit on, on what that payday looks like, but you know, then you have to start concerning yourself with, well, who can pay me? I mean, and, and, and what kind of payday are we talking about here at all? So, it's definitely a weird time, I'm sure, for a lot of those guys. Dave, uh, as, as you go through the free agents, that long list, the Boris clients that are out there, we continue to hear more and more conversation about collusion. Teams trying to stay under the, uh, the luxury tax threshold for this year with that huge free agent class out there. When you hear collusion in baseball, we've heard it before. How much does that resonate with you? I, you know, I kind of doubt it. I, you know, I think number one, because you referenced, we've, we've, we've gone down this road before. It didn't work out real well. And, <laughs> and it's just not, it's just not in the proper spirit of, of the game. And I think the relationship between ownership and the, and the union is in, in a good enough condition. Everybody's been thriving and doing well. Nobody really wants to upset that apple cart. I think it goes back to what you also mentioned, which is the collective bargaining agreement and the luxury tax threshold, more specifically, the penalties that are now in place for teams that, that breach that threshold. And you could look at a team like the Yankees, who, you know, they're right on that bubble. All right, maybe they want to extend themselves and, and go get one of these guys, and they're willing to pay some of the penalties this year. It's, and, and by the way, they're, they're really steep penalties now. Well, next year when Bryce Harper comes out and – you know, maybe maybe a Clayton Kershaw Machado. Uh, declines his option and comes out, and Machado's out there. Well, now what? If you're the Yankees and you're willing to go over this year and, and pay the penalties, which is unlikely, teams are not going to want to do it, the next year you have no choice. You can't, you can't play. You just can't participate. If you do, mm-hmm. you're talking about the type of penalties that really set a franchise back years and years and years. So... The, the penalties that they finally put into place, the structure of this CBA now, I think, is one that they've been tinkering for a long time, trying to find a way to keep the big teams in check and maybe even the playing field for the smaller teams. I, I think they very well may have found it, for better or for worse, and the players certainly can't be loving it. And I think there's a little grumbling right now you know, in that union about some of the 
some of the things that they have agreed to and and some of the negotiations that have gone on in the last couple of years. I want to ask you about the Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll get to that right after this because you saw you Darvish last year, um, at least for part of the year with with the Rangers. He's a free agent. Two of the teams that apparently are on his list are in right in our wheelhouse to the north of us. The Twins think that they've got a chance with the with the big right hander. Likewise, the Cubs feel that they would be or that he would be the piece that maybe puts them back over the top. Uh, you saw you Darvish. The pros and cons of signing a you Darvish. From where you sit, Dave Raymond? Well, he's older, right? Uh, older now than he was a year ago. Um, but I think there's still a lot left there. And, and the guy is just a phenomenal talent. And as great as he was at times for the Rangers, I think all the while we, we'd watch him and think to ourselves, wow, you know, what could he be? And you think, like, if he could really hone certain skills and pitches and portions of his game at some point when it really all clicks, holy moly, you know, you, you, you've really got something. I mean, you got a power arm an absolutely wipe out slider uh, and an ability to mix in about six other pitches. And that's always kind of been the problem is, is there's a sense that he tries to spread himself a little too thin and that he's always tinkering to the point of being off on some aspect of it at all times. So, you know, some, I know there was always an urge to kind of, you know, rein him in a little bit, focus him on a couple pieces and see if he could really be excellent that way. Maybe the Cubs could do it. Maybe the Twins could do it. Maybe who knows who he signs with could do it. The Cubs signing Chris Jimenez the other day uh, at catcher mm, yeah. was an interesting move, and, and it might be meaningful for getting Darvish to Chicago. Thad Levine, the guy who worked with him here in, in Arlington, now the general manager – uh, in Minnesota, it, you know, they have a great relationship, and there's, I'm sure there's some compelling reasons. And I'll say this, if you're a pitcher and you want to pick one park or the other in which to ply your craft, you probably want to pitch in Minneapolis. But, you know, it's never quite that simple for these guys. But, he's look, he's, he's a terrific pitcher. He's a front-line guy. Um, the only downside is how many years are you going to have to give him um, you know, and then can he provide value to the length of that contract? And the way things are going, it doesn't look like it's going to be quite as lengthy a contract as maybe we had once thought. Uh, let's move to the Hall of Fame, and I'm going to start this. Um, you know, we'll, to the players and uh, individual players in a second. But you know, I think it's at least from where I sit, Dave is, and I'm going to ask you: Is it time to not forget, but maybe to forgive? The guys that um, that we know use PEDs that are in the Mitchell Report, you know, a Clemens and a Bonds, who, you know, Bonds is a Hall of Famer. If he never goes down that path, by all accounts, Clemens is the debatable. I think it's year six of their 10-year uh, existence on the ballot. Um, they're spinning their wheels. They're right in the 50s. I think they're going to trend a little bit upwards this year. But it's time to look past that. Um, where are you on those guys and their quest to gain admittance to Cooperstown? Well, I, I, I'd be honest with you, Ken, I don't know. Um, I, I think I know what happened, right? Um, I, I have a, a feeling, like I think so many other people do, a pretty strong feeling is to how they got to where they got and accomplished what they did. And that doesn't sit well. And I will say steroids, to me, is in a class 
far separate from amphetamines. People love to, to throw out the, the counter-arguments yeah. that, yeah, you know, but it, it, it's different. And um, I think anybody who, who took them, uh, I'll say this, I think I can understand the temptation. I, I don't think, I think if any of us were going to be honest with each other, we'd have to agree that what was on the line for certain players sure. uh, would be very, very difficult to look past. Now, those guys were basically performing at a Hall of Fame level regardless, if, in fact, they were clean to a certain point in their career. Um, but I think no matter who you are, if you did take it, for whatever the temptations were, you also had to acknowledge and you had to know exactly what you were doing and exactly what that meant. I don't think there was... I don't think that's a gray area for the guys taking steroids. You know, I don't, I don't think they could really rationalize that themselves in terms of competitive landscape and really was it within the, you know, the implicit principles of Major League Baseball. Come on. You don't need that written to know. But that said, uh, it, it's pretty tough for me to, to, to judge any of these guys who did, who didn't, unless I know for a fact, unless they failed a test or it was proven or they admitted it. And I, I, I struggle with, you know, being the, 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 the judge, jury, and whatever in this, in this case, right? I just don't know that that's – I don't know that it's fair if I really don't have the information. I, I feel bad for the writers and the voters in this. I just don't think it's an easy question to answer. And um, I also feel like the Hall of Fame, you know, Barry Bonds was the greatest in that era, he may be the greatest hitter to, to hold a bat. Was it clean? I don't think so, but I don't know. Um, and he's certainly, he's certainly worthy of some conversation. If I'm at the hall of fame with my children, same with Roger Clemens. I don't have to admire how they did it, but or honor how they did it. And I get why guys, you know, that's the thing, right? You're, you're, you're bestowing quite an honor on these guys. If you're voting them in, um, and that, that, that can be very difficult. I understand both sides of the argument. I really get it when voters say that I, there's no way I would ever vote them in. And I get it when the guys say, like, how can you have a Hall of Fame without these guys in it? So, um, for me, it's a, it's a terrible, terrible quandary. And I think that genie's out of the bottle. It's going to be impossible to stuff it back in. And I don't think there's any doubt that there are dudes in the Hall of Fame now who cheated in the same ways we're talking about. But... We don't know. And, and yet, somehow or another, you know, they pass some sort of moral turpitude test with the voters enough so to get in. So, it, you know, it's a, it's a slippery, dangerous slope, and, and it's, just, it's just an unfortunate challenge, I think, for those, those guys to have to vote on it. Hey, last thing for you, Dave, as uh, we await the official nominations, Chipper Jones appears to be a lock. A lot of people say Jim Tomey is going to be a lock, which was a bit of a surprise yeah. to me. Uh, then you get to Vlad Guerrero, maybe Trevor Hoffman, who just missed. What would be your ballot? What What would you be looking at uh, going into today? And and who do you think is going to get in when we get the official confirmation? Chipper's a lock. At least he better be a lock. Yep. Uh, you know, and and I don't know that any argument needs to be made. I think Vladimir Guerrero should be a lock. He, he should have been in last year. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal uh, numbers and abilities. Um, I think Trevor Hoffman for me is is a lock. He's on my, he's on my imaginary ballot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 601 saves. It's uh, I, I just look at the, the 
landscape of closers in today's game and becomes more and more evident to people all the time how difficult a job that is, you know, 50% or better turnover rate every year. Right. So for a guy to save 600 and be that consistent, there's no question. Um, Edgar Martinez is not on my list. He's interesting, uh, isn't I, he? I, he is. Yeah. He's, a, he's a tough one, man, but I can't do it yet. Um, and it's not solely the DH part of it. Um, it's the length of the career. Uh, just the you know the ability to to be there every day. Even you know talking about a guy who didn't play defense, you still have a guy with fewer than nine thousand plate appearances, and I think there's only one Hall of Famer who can claim fewer than nine thousand plate appearances, and that was Kirby Puckett, and mm-hmm. uh, you know his career tragically cut short. So, mm-hmm. but Fred McGriff, you know maybe on my list. Mike Messina's definitely on my list. Um, Schilling, I'm still waffling, which is sad because now I'm getting into that that whole character clause thing there. Mm-hmm. It's a tough one. But Tommy's in. Tommy's in for me. I mean, got to be. Better than 600 home runs. There aren't, there aren't but a handful of guys in the Hall of Fame who have done that. You know, Ruth, Aaron, Mays, uh, you know, Tommy. Uh, I mean, it's uh, Griffey. I think that's it. I think that would be it. So um, he's to me, Jim Tomey's in. He's a Hall of Famer. He was as dominant a, a slugger as there was in his era. Um, and, you know, whether he gets in today or not, I, I, I don't know. But, but I, for me, he's a slam dunk. This, this may be the biggest class. I think it is. Since the, the original class. And, and that's going to be pretty wild, man, when you think about that. And, it, and, and we've been on a nice little run lately, putting a lot of dudes in and I think it's good for the game. I do, too. Dave Raymond joining us, the television voice of the Texas Rangers. Dave, look forward to talking to you throughout the year. Thank you, Dave Raymond. Spring training, what, pitchers and catchers less than three weeks, right? Yeah, it's coming up, man. February 14th, they'll be out there stretching. Good stuff. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, Ken. Good to talk to you. Dave Raymond, play-by-play voice of the uh, Texas Rangers. Take a timeout. Uh, we're going to preview the Valley tonight. Loyola and Drake, something has to give. UNI is favored by 7.5 against Illinois State. How are they giving 7.5 against anybody? You're so sick. Shocked. So that's what you've been doing during the conversation. Right. With the, I saw you. What the hell is he doing over there? Numbers. Uh-huh. Uh, inside the what numbers. What are you doing with Drake tonight? Do you know yet? I like the doggies getting points. Maybe what, even a two? money Two and a half where I saw it earlier. Mm-hmm. Maybe a money line play. I don't need those two and a half. No. no. Not tonight you don't. Final just in, Loyola 69 No, don't 68. say that. Yeah, wouldn't that hurt? <laughs> Twist that knife. Uh-huh. Andrew Logue next, Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor, myself with you until 2, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. 
all your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. As a poop emoji. I see a lot of crap out on the road. But if you get in a car and don't wear a seatbelt, you're being a real head. Buckle up and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Everything looks good with your resume, so let's talk salary. Okay, can I use your desk phone? Uh, sure. Can I get a price check on a software engineer with five years' experience and good references? We're still in the interview. I'll be right with you, sir. How we find jobs has changed. On Indeed.com, our company reviews give you the inside track on thousands of companies. You can research salaries, benefits, company cultures, and more. Search for greatness. Search Indeed, the world's number one job site. Indeed is the world's number one job site according to Comscore Total Visits. Caterers. Setting up. DJ. Spinning oldies all night. Gift. Their favorite jazz album, signed. Total party cost. 550 Just send me your half of Zelle. Oh, Zelle. That's already in my Wells Fargo mobile app. Sending money now. Great. Mom and Dad's 25th anniversary is going to be perfect. Send and receive money from just about anyone with a U.S.-based bank account. Wells Fargo. Building better every day. Terms and conditions apply. The Zelle service is property of Early Warning Services, LLC. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A. It's that time of year. The cold weather is here. The Animal Rescue League wants to remind you that unpredictable winter weather can be very dangerous for your animals. And we encourage you to bring them inside this time of year. Animals should not be left in cars and should only be outside long enough to relieve themselves. If you witness a situation where an animal is in danger due to weather conditions, call your local law enforcement or animal control. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is a message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000. Whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon. Sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. 3, 2, 1. I know, I know, I know. You picture a flag flying and it's almost always against a clear blue sky on a sunny summer day, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. Flag Guy here. Nothing wrong with the flag flying in the middle of winter. Your favorite team's colors would do well to break up the bleak, cold time of year. Besides, with the football playoffs, basketball getting great, and spring ball just around the corner, it's a great time to fly your flag. Shop Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or take free shipping when you shop online at heartlandflags.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that 
that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Final segment, midweek edition here of the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2. Let's get Andrew Logan here. First place is on the line at the uh, Knapp Center tonight. Loyola pays a visit, 6-2 and two versus 6-2. and two. Not many had this as a, uh, as a uh, marquee game in the Missouri Valley Conference on what is it, the 25th, 24th day of January. Andrew Logue joins us. Andrew, Trent and Ken, how about those Drake Bulldogs? Uh, six and two tonight, uh, first place, battle for first place. Uh, pretty yep. good story that Nico Medved is writing in his first year at the helm. It's a, it's a great story. Uh, winner of this game is first place at the turn, so to speak. Yep. You know, you begin every season, and you, you, you really, everyone talks March Madness, but you, you want meaningful games in February. Like, you want meaningful baseball games in August. And Drake's doing that. The winner of this, they win this game, their first place one way or another, in February. And that's just, it's a great story for now. It's a, a phenomenal thing for Des Moines. And it's a foundation Nico can build on moving forward once these five seniors graduate, because you've kind of got this in your pocket of having contended for a Valley title before. You know, uh, this group has gone through a lot of low times, the senior class mm-hmm. that we've seen, coaching changes, all kinds of things that have happened to them. But but for a group like this to buy in this quickly, what does that say to you about Nico Medved? says that he's a good coach, and I've said it before, I think Ray Giacoletti was a good coach, but sometimes that voice just falls a little flat after mm-hmm. year three or four when guys struggle. Credit to Nico, and also credit to these kids for not only hanging in through losses, but remember uh, you had uh, Dominic Olenicek, uh yeah. transferring, the big post player they were going to build around, and, and coaching change. I mean, it says a lot about the characters of these guys uh, in an age when, let's be honest, it, it doesn't take much to transfer anymore, and these guys have stuck it out. Uh, and, and, oh, and by the way, made uh, academic honors mm-hmm. and have been good citizens and all that stuff. You, you couldn't find a better group to be proud of. No doubt about it. You know, we had Reed Timmer on yesterday. It was a joy to speak with. Really enjoyed the conversation. And it really mm-hmm. is, I mean, in previous years, it was, you know, Timmer has an off night. Drake has no chance. Uh, yep. He's got some help this year, Andrew, and uh, that's going a long way to this. I think the, and not that Timmer's had a bad season. He hasn't. Once oh. again, he's leading his team. But it's nice that he has some help when maybe it's not going in for him. And especially on kind of a balancing act with McGlynn. I think it was Missouri State a few days ago. Um, and they were trailing at half, and yeah, Reed hit his shot, but McGlynn got more involved, and I think that's kind of a huge deal. That's kind of that unsung thing that you can balance it out now. It's not just all perimeter heavy, um, and yeah, Reed's, I think he's second in the conference right now, about 19 points, but when you got Nick McGlynn in there kind of balancing out, it's like five rebounds here and eight or nine points there, um, you can't, it's just, it gives him something else off. You know, you can't just shut down Reed Timmer now anymore, and you're right. And then, you know, Ori Aragande and C.J. Rivers and 
they're a little more balanced than I think people think when because of Reed Timmer and his success. But they've got a little bit of scoring depth going on. So we know with what happened in the non-conference, the MVC just as a whole, it's going to mm-hmm. be a one-bit league this year. Missouri State, Loyola maybe had a shot if they went through 16-2, and but uh, that's not going to be the case. Drake, are they built to win three games in three days with, with you know, the way that they play four-guard lineups, winning three games and probably having to shoot well three straight days? Can they win this whole thing down at Arch Madness? Boy, there's two things that kind of make you nervous with Drake. Uh, one is they rank near the very bottom of rebounding, and they also rank very bottom in uh, shooting uh, percentages defensively. What's keeping them in is you go, they're also the second lowest behind Northern Iowa in turnovers. They don't give away possessions, but in three days, man, you know, if the other team's getting second chance points mm-hmm. and, and you're already kind of a little bit shaky when it comes to field goal defense, that kind of makes you nervous. So, you know, not, not to be a downer on it all, but that kind of is going to catch up with you at some point in the weekend, I would think. But you know what? Stranger things have happened, and they are, they are the best scoring offense in a team. And I believe defense travels, but listen, could you tell me Reed Timmer and a, and a couple other guys get hot for a weekend? Absolutely. But I'm a little nervous on some of the, some of the peripheral numbers there with them. Uh, there were a lot of Drake fans, Andrew, that, uh, you know, if your message boards are to be believed, that, were, that just reached their boiling point at some point last year that just said, you know what, enough's enough. I, I can't do this anymore. New yeah. athletic director, new head basketball coach, a first-place team. Do you think, from what you see, are, are some of these longtime Drake fans that, you know, that snapped or whatever, um, are, are they coming back at this point, do you think, yet there's more people in the building as, as of late, and I think they're going to get a really nice crowd tonight. But what about some of those hardcores, those longtime fans that just said no more? I, You know, I believe in kind of battered fan syndrome, is is fans, and I could say this as a Chiefs fan, you, you start to feel like you're being played. Um, and I don't think that's certainly not the intention of Drake University, but you, you get some scar tissue, emotional scar tissue. So, yeah, I think there is a skepticism. Sure, absolutely. I think that some ways tends to be uh, younger fans anyway because they don't have maybe even memories of 2008 to kind of cling to and kind of, you know, look back on. So I think that tends to skew a little younger with sports fans in general. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. There's, there's probably a little hangover, a little bit of you just, you don't want to get punched in the gut again, you know, mm-hmm. um, or fool me once kind of thing. But this team, you know, I, I think they're going to at least in terms of playing for a winning season and, and playing to, to Kenver and title, I think they're going to be here for a few weeks. Let's jump to the uh, other side of the conference, the bottom half. And at the mm-hmm. bottom, the UNI Panthers, the inconsistency continued this year out of yeah. Bennett Cook. It, it just... Frustrating. Yeah, it, it's the same guy that we've seen the last couple of years. A lot of talent there, but just yeah. can't put it together game in and game out. The Panthers, we've seen them dig themselves out of holes before under Ben Jacobson. Can you see it happen with this group? You know, it's funny. You just ask who could win and, you know, what carries in a tournament in three days and they'd have to familiar at this point play four games and the way the valley sets it up you get the one seed in less than what about 18 hours and that's a yeah, tough at noon. yeah i think it's at noon yeah, right that, that makes it really tough by the way i'm sure that's by design for doug elgin you don't want your one seed getting big um but defensively that travels i mean it's going to be hard to score and they have the fewest turnovers of anybody in the valley not only Bennett Cook, Clint Carlson's a little that way. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, they don't have a Wes Washburn, somebody who can just take the game over. 
So there's reasons to be concerned, but, you know, any team, do you want to play Northern Iowa Friday at noon? You know, knowing that uh, if you average 73 points a game, they're going to hold you at about 50. That's not a fun contest. Um, I think they are looking like they might actually be in the playing game, and I don't know you win four in four days, but they are going to be the proverbial team. I don't think you want to meet in St. Louis because it's just not fun to play them. Yeah, and you're right. I think they are going to be in that. Uh, they're, they're going to be playing on Thursday night. Uh, last thing, Andrew, I know you're a big baseball fan. Is there somebody on the ballot that uh, – um, that you will be disappointed at uh, later on today when the announcement is made that didn't get that seventy-five percent threshold. Is there one or two guys that uh, that you you would like to see in there, maybe ahead of some of the others? Well, I'm going to say that, and I hate to say this, guys. I can't think of an institution I've lost more enthusiasm for the last twenty years than the Baseball Hall of Fame, and that, that pains me to say. There's several issues we won't get into about you know steroids yep. and morality clauses and all that. But one thing is, you know, in football, if you're a Ray guy, you get in the Hall of Fame. If you're Adam Vinatieri, he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. When you are the best at something you do, you get in the Hall of Fame and we don't nitpick it. Edgar Martinez is going to, it's going to tick me off a little bit that he doesn't make it. If the man was clearly the best designated hitter in his generation, Mm -hmm. why isn't that a Hall of Famer? Ray Guy's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, we can go on and on. Bill Mazeroski, people gripe and moan. If Bill Mazeroski was the best second baseman of his era, he should be in, just like Dick Buckus should be in. No one cared what Dick Buckus did on offense, right? That's a good point. If you're the best at your position and your generation, you're a Hall of Famer. So, yeah, it's going to tick me off a little if Edgar Martinez does not make it. Good stuff. Thank you, Andrew Logue. We'll talk to you down the road. Thank you, guys. Good to talk to you, Andrew Logue. As uh, we chime in here, a little Valley preview tonight and a little Hall of Fame. What about you? Is there one name? Do you have to have somebody in the Hall of Fame tonight? Well, I mean, Chipper Jones goes without saying. I agree with you. Yeah, he's in. Uh, After, you know, Tommy kind of, Vlad Guerrero. Mm-hmm. He should have been in last year. Mm-hmm. That, that's the it's, one. I mean, it was the old, you can't put him in in the first ballot. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference? What's 12 months going to make? And I, right? I loved baseball tonight. His stats tonight. aren't going to get any better, Trent. Watching his highlights, the rocket from right, yeah. just the pitches way outside of the zone. He's such that an entertaining matter. player. Such <laughs> yeah. an entertaining player. No, he was great. Hall of Famer. I agree with you. What about um, Trevor Hoffman? I mean, he was so close last year. He was. 600 saves, first to 500. I think he might have been first to 400, 500, and 600. Probably. Five yeah. First, yeah, I think he was. And Andrew just laid out a great case. He was the best. that Edgar Martinez was the best that he did. Mm-hmm. He was the best designated hitter of his era. Trevor Hoffman, one of the best closers of his era, I think he gets into. I think he gets in. Uh, if he doesn't, so let's, let's I'm not going to lose five. a lot of sleep. Uh, let's give out five. Okay. Um, Chipper? Chipper, one. Mucina? No. Okay. Uh, Guerrero? Yep. Uh, Hoffman? Sure. Um, Tommy, yes, okay, yes, Jim Tommy, one more, Barry Bonds, Barry, I'm with you. <laughs> now he, won't, he won't get in. But he won't get in. I'm anxious five. to see where he ends up. Yep. Is he is he trending upward a little bit? I think he eventually gets in. We'll yep. see. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at two o'clock. You and Jimmy B four to six. What have you got planned for today? Uh, we'll be talking college basketball today. A recap of Iowa. Chris Dobertino stopped by. We'll talk with him. A little bit more on college basketball. Seth Gruen, more on uh, the Hall of Fame inductees and some Big Ten hoops with him. And then Zubin Mahente in the 5 o'clock hour. Good stuff. Trent and I are back tomorrow with noon. We appreciate you listening and hope you can tomorrow right here to the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football. 1700 KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again. 
tax time, not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Ammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years, Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. Do not forget to buy lentils, or the lentil soup you're making for dinner will be sorely lacking. By the way, Mrs. Calloway says thanks for helping her bundle home and auto. She appreciates the extra savings, even though you kept using the word apropos incorrectly. But the main thing is do not forget to buy, uh, what was it? Something apropos, the lentil soup. Sorry, I'll call you back. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The 4 for 4 from Wendy's has a lot of fans because it's a deal that gives you a sandwich plus four nuggets, a small fry, and drink, all for just $4. But now the 4 for 4 has more variety than ever with eight sandwich choices. I'm loyal to the double stack. I'm Junior Baking Cheeseburger through and through. I pledge myself to the crispy chicken sandwich. I'm loyal to my hunger. Whether you're loyal to one sandwich or all eight, the Wendy's 4 for 4 has a sandwich for you. So try them all and pick your favorite. Now that's deliciously different. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path. 